All You Need to Know, the Bloomberg Quint podcast that prepares you for the day's business. Brought to you by IIFL Securities, India's leading broking firm. Good morning. You're listening to the Daily Morning Update from Bloomberg Quint and I'm Alex Matthew. Today is the 30th of April. We're well past the halfway mark in the world's largest democratic exercise. Phase 4 of the Lok Sabha polls were conducted yesterday and it saw a voter turnout of a little over 60%. Reports suggested that Mumbai's voter turnout at just over 55% was better than that recorded in 2014. Three phases remain. Remember, counting of the votes will take place on the 23rd of May and the results will be announced on the same day. Jet Airways may find assistance from an unlikely or at least unexpected source. An employees consortium has proposed to take over the airline with at least 3,000 crore rupees expected from external investors to support their bid. That's according to two staff unions. The two associations representing pilots and engineers and those are Society for Welfare of Indian Pilots and Jet Aircraft Maintenance Engineers Welfare Association have written to State Bank of India Chairman Rajneesh Kumar proposing that they would take over the airline and can bring in up to 7,000 crore rupees. And speaking of airlines that have won down, Vijay Malia once again took to social media yesterday this time lamenting the collapse of Jet Airways and repeating his offer to pay back all dues to Indian banks pertaining to erstwhile Kingfisher Airlines debt. Malia is currently appealing against an extradition order to India where he will face charges of fraud and money laundering amounting to 9,000 crore rupees. Yes Bank reported an unexpected loss in the fourth quarter after the new management chose to recognize stressed assets up front and take corrective action. The bank's loss stood at 1,506 crore rupees and that compares with a profit of just over 1,000 crore rupees in the previous quarter. Analysts tracked by Bloomberg had expected the profit to come in at over 1,000 crore rupees. Bad loans rose more than 50% as a percentage of advances to 3.2%. Several brokerage firms changed their rating on the stock to sell after the performance. In other news, Cyclone Fani has intensified into a severe cyclonic storm on Monday evening and is headed towards the Odisha coast according to the India Meteorological Department. It could take the shape of an extremely severe cyclone by Wednesday, prompting the government to put the National Disaster Response Force and the Indian Coast Guard on high alert. Wind speeds experienced during severe cyclonic storms can go higher than 100 km an hour. If you're a resident of one of the coastal areas in the east along the path of the cyclone and if you're listening to this podcast, to stay safe and consult with local authorities about your next course of action. Let's talk about international markets now. Crude oil continued to slide and was trading close to $71.4 to a barrel last I checked. Remember, not too long back, the commodity was hovering around the $75 per barrel mark and was threatening to move higher on supply concerns. In a tweet, US President Donald Trump calmed nerves and said that he had spoken to Saudi Arabia and other countries about increasing oil flow and that all are in agreement. 
U.S. stocks ended higher on Monday but only managed to climb narrowly. The two major Asian markets that are open this morning, I'm talking about the Kospi in South Korea and the Australian benchmark, were lower uh, and, and they were lower by 0.87 and 0.5% respectively. Japanese markets, remember, are shut this week. With that, it's over to Darshan Mehta for the trade setup for the day in India. Morning, Darshan. How are we looking today? Hi, Alex. Good morning. Good morning, everyone. Global markets are slightly weak at this point of time. The SGX Nifty is indicating a negative outlook. But remember, we were shut yesterday. The SGX Nifty was working. And yesterday, the SGX Nifty closed up 55 points. So considering the current downtick of 23 points, uh, we will be muted to slightly positive when we open for trade today. But we're in the midst of earnings season. So among the Nifty companies, Kotak Mahindra Bank will report numbers. Among the other companies, there is TVS Motors, Raymond, Ajanta Pharma, Ambuja Cements, Container Corp, Exide Industries and and Godrej Properties, which will report numbers today. In terms of numbers after market hours and over the weekend, Hero Motor Corp came out with numbers which were in line with estimates. Revenues were down 8%, profit was down 25%, EBITDA was down 22%. Analysts expect that, you know, even the first quarter will remain weak. The management is hopeful of a better second half. Yes Bank came out with numbers which were below expectation. Multiple downgrades and cut in target price coming in post the numbers. Now, NII was up 16%, but the Bank reported a loss of 1,500 crores versus a profit of 1,200 crores last time around. Provisions were up almost uh, six times, so 3,600 crores versus 550 crores last time around. Provisions were much higher, almost uh, seven times higher, 3,600 crores of provisioning versus 550 crores last quarter. Uh, gross NPA at 3.22% versus 2.10% quarter on quarter and a similar rise as far as the NPA is concerned. So weak set of numbers and multiple downgrades. Among the other companies, BEPL, LNT Finance, RPG Life and Reliance Nippon, all of them reported weak set of numbers. HDFC AMC, Shanti Gears, Oriental Cement and Castrol reported inline set of numbers. While Chola Mandalam Investment, Indian Energy Exchange, Trent, LG Balakrishnan reported strong set of numbers. Watch out for some of these ADAG companies, care ratings, downgrades, Reliance Home Finance, long-term debt program to default rating. Reliance Nippon says that Reliance Mutual Fund has exposure to 535 crore and 1083 crore to the long-term NCD issued by Reliance Capital and Reliance Home Finance respectively. The managements of the above companies have clearly stated their intent to service all capital market and other loan obligations in a timely manner. but the ADAG companies will be in focus today. Sun Pharma clarifies that the US FDA conducted an inspection at its Dadra plant uh, and issued a Form 483 with 11 observations. Max India is saying that they are exploring new lines of business after divesting the healthcare and health insurance space. Garden Reach Shipbuilders was awarded a contract for construction and delivery of eight ASW shallow watercraft valuing 6,300 crores. The board of Bank of Maharashtra approved fundraising of 4,000 crores, out of which 3,000 crores will be via issue to the government and 1,000 crores via bond. Also approved the set-off of accumulated losses worth 7,327 crores against the reserves. But there's much more you need to know before trade actually starts. For that, log on to our website, bloombergquint.com and click on the All You Need to Know tab and you will be prepared for morning trade. Thanks, Darshan. And thank you all, as always, for listening in. This is Alex Matthews signing off. Have a lovely day. 
I hope you enjoyed listening to All You Need to Know. Did you know that you can listen to this show on the IVM Podcast app? On the IVM Podcast app, along with this, we have a number of other shows which you think you'll enjoy. Listen to Cyrus Says with Cyrus Brocha as the host. Listen to Pesa Vesa with Anupam Gupta. The Scene and the Unseen with Amit Varma or Shunya One hosted by Shiladiti Mukhopadhyay and myself. Check out the IVM Podcast app to get more talk content that you will enjoy. 